Welcome to Weight Loss And, where we delve into the world of weight loss. I'm Jim Hill. And I'm Holly Wyatt. We're both dedicated to helping you lose weight, keep it off, and living your best life while you're doing it. Indeed, we now realize successful weight loss combines the science and art of medicine, knowing what to do and why you will do it. Yes, the and allows us to talk about all the other stuff that makes your journey so much bigger, better, and exciting. Ready for the and factor? Let's dive in. Here we go. Well, welcome to another episode of Weight Loss And. This is Jim and Holly. Holly, I want to start today's episode asking you a question they probably never heard before from any of your patients or your clients. Okay, I'm interested. What's the best diet for weight loss? Oh, the best diet question. No, yeah, never heard that one. I'm sure we've never heard what that one, but that is a good question. I, I like the question, but yes, very, very common. Hopefully a lot of people are out there asking that question probably right now. So the sense is if you want to lose weight, you go on a diet. So why do people care about finding the best diet? Well, I think they care because they think that's the secret. You know, they think that if I could find the diet and, and you know what, part of it, that's what we've been telling them. We've been saying that in the science world. I mean, we got to take some responsibility for that here. What is the best diet? I've got to eat this way. And if I do, then I'll be successful. And so it makes sense that we've been saying that they're looking for that. They want to be successful. and you know, they're right. Nutrition does play a big role in success and weight loss. So asking the question, it's a fair question of asking what's the best diet. Yeah. Let's, let's back up and start with a kind of a simple question. Why do diets work? Yeah, that's the way I like to start with this, because if you understand why diets work, then you can start to think about what is the best diet or what is the best diet for me, which you'll see is probably the better question. So diets work in terms of weight loss because they allow you to be in what we call a negative energy balance. And a negative energy balance simply means we are eating less calories, consuming less calories than we're burning. And we need to be in a negative energy balance to lose weight, to burn fat. So you eat less and you lose weight. Yeah, you eat less and lose weight, but the diet, which is what everybody's talking about, the best diet does that, allows you to decrease those calories to get them below the amount of calories that you're burning. And they do that by taking away something usually, right? It's like avoid fat or avoid carbohydrate or avoid sugar. But the end result of those is you actually eat less. Uh, and it could be avoiding, a lot of them are avoiding fat or carbohydrate or sugar, but sometimes it's about measuring portions. It could be, I'm not going to take anything out of my diet, but I'm going to be very specific on how much of I eat, you know, how, what my portion size is, or I'm going to count calories. Sometimes that you simply say, okay, I'm going to eat this many calories. And I know that number of calories is going to be less than I'm burning and that it will put me in a negative energy balance. So I think there's multiple ways to do it. But I think the key that I want everybody to, to think about and to realize is you've got to be in a negative energy balance. The diet has to put you in a negative energy balance for you to lose weight. Because, Jim, I think there's a lot of people out there or sometimes, you know, maybe it's TV that's on at 3 a.m. in the morning or whatever that say, oh, you can eat as many calories as you want, 5,000, 6,000 calories and still lose weight. What do you think about that? 
Well, I think there is the fallacy that if, if I found the right nutrition or the right combination of foods or the right food to eat, I wouldn't have to worry. I wouldn't be hungry. I could eat everything I want and I would lose weight. I will tell you, I am not aware that in the history of the world that's ever happened. Yeah. I do think that diets work because they restrict your intake. And I don't think we've ever studied, found a diet, and we've studied lots of them. And I think we were part, you know, we were part of the group that's saying, let's find the best diet, you know? So we've been, we've been studying this for a long time. Um, I don't think we've ever found a diet that did not work without decreasing calories, restriction of calories. So most diets work in that you eat less and you lose weight, right? Exactly. Then why do I hear a lot of my colleagues saying, oh, diets don't work? Well, I think that's because they don't think of them exactly right. A lot of, a lot of times when people say diets don't work, when they say that they're thinking about being on a diet forever, they're thinking about whatever you do to lose weight, you're going to eat forever. And therefore we know that doesn't work. So I think a lot of times that's what they mean with diets don't work. You've got to change the way you eat forever. And they don't think of a diet as being a way you eat forever. They think of it as being a short-term, you know, a short-term way of eating, which is what I think of too. So if a diet is, if you judge a diet by, does it help you lose weight? then I think we could say a lot of diets work. Absolutely. But if you judge diets by, can you stay on it forever and maintain weight? That's maybe where we have a problem, right? Exactly. And that's, I think, one of the big, we got to think of them separately. Think about diets for weight loss and then think about that forever piece. And one of the things I always say is what works best for this weight loss piece that everybody's concentrating on is not necessarily the best diet or way to eat once you get the weight off and you want to keep it off and to think of them separately. That's an important concept because a lot of people go into it and it's like, okay, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to eat this way forever. What you're saying is that you don't necessarily have to do that. It's okay to go on a diet for a while and lose weight, but then you're going to have to switch to something else. And we're not going to have a lot of time in this episode to talk about the something else, but the concept's important. Choose a diet that helps you get the weight off. And let's dive a little deeper into those kinds of diets. What does science tell us about the best diet for weight loss? So there are lots of options. I think that's relatively new. We used to, I mean, when I started my career, I was like, it's a low carbohydrate. I believed in a low carbohydrate diet. We studied it. We studied it. We studied it. It works. And then I would say, and so does a low fat diet. And so does a diet that you, when you use meal replacements, and so does a diet that counts calories. And so does a balanced caloric deficit diet where you don't shut out any one food or type of food. So I think we've decided that all those different diets can work. There's data behind all of them. I mean, Jim, what what are some of the diets that have data behind them working? Meaning they've been studied and they produce low fat, low carbohydrate, Mediterranean. You know, for a while, Holly, you and I, certainly when I started out my career, scientists sort of said, well, we don't study those popular diets. That's kind of beneath us to study that, even though you know, thousands, if not millions of people were doing it. And, and I think kind of science finally woke up and said, look, 
if they're out there and people are using them, let's study them and see what happens. I remember one study, I think it was done at Stanford. Um, they compared four different diets. It was the Atkins diet, a low-fat diet, and a couple of others. What they found is, on average, weight loss was exactly the same in each of the four diets. It didn't matter if you look at average weight loss. Right. That's not the only thing, right? Right. I remember that study. And so, yeah, if you looked and you just said, yeah, you looked at the weight loss, they randomized people, they gave them the books, they said, you know, eat this way, eat this way, you know, had four different ways. And the average weight loss was all the same. So you might think it didn't matter. But the cool thing about that study was that some people gained weight and some people lost weight on each diet. You know, that's really saying, what does that say? What do you think that means? I mean, to me, that was the cool part of that study, not the average weight loss, but that on every single diet, there were gain, people who gained and people who lost. I don't think we really know why, but there are a couple of hypotheses. One, and I think the authors even sort of suggested this one, it's basically about adherence. If you can stick with the diet, you lose weight. So on each diet, the people who stuck with it lost weight, and the people that gained weight were the ones that didn't stick with it. But there's actually a different kind of idea around that maybe there is a best diet for the individual. So maybe the best diet for you is different for the best diet for me because my metabolism is different from yours. And maybe it responds better or more weight loss with certain types of diets rather than others. We don't know this but it's a concept called almost precision nutrition. We're going to dive into this in a, in a later episode. Absolutely no data to prove that for sure, but it's an interesting hypothesis that I think a lot of people are exploring. Yeah, I think it brings up two really important ports. You got to, if you're going to be on a diet, a diet that you can adhere to, you're going to do better. And they did show that in that study. If you were able to adhere to the diet, you lost more weight. But this other concept of there may be a certain diet that's best for your metabolism or best for your physiology, which may then help you adhere. So the two kind of hook together, right? I eat this diet. I'm not very hungry on it. I can adhere to it better. And it's because this type of diet fit my physiology, genetics, metabolism, however you want to talk about it, better for some reason. So I think the two kind of go hand in hand. And I think that's the exciting place we're going because I would love to be at a point where my patients come in, I could do a test, a blood test, or I could do some type of genetic test or something and say, you will do better on a low carbohydrate diet for this reason. Even though there are some popular books out there that propose to do that, I'll guarantee you the science is not quite there. It may get there, but it's premature to think we can do that right now. Right. That's one of my, yeah, right now, the ones who say I can match you to a diet, I know of no data that we know how to do that yet. Yet. But we might at some point. In the we future. might. It's very exciting. I like that. Yes. So one of the questions um, I think that's important to dive into a little bit is how long should you be on a diet? So I like to think about it as how long can you really be in a negative energy balance? We've talked about that negative energy balance being required for you to burn fat, for you to lose weight. But you get hungry. You get hungry. And the body wasn't designed to lose weight forever. If you lose weight forever, you would die. It makes sense that the body would say, whoa, wait a minute, you're losing weight. Let's stop this a little bit. So I like to think about being in weight loss mode for three to six months max. I would say three months is a sweet spot. 
I know you and I have done that. We recommend to people that they don't go beyond that because what we've seen is you lose very little weight after that. Most people lose all the weight they're going to lose in three months. Some people a little more. Uh, and there's no sense in, in in doing this and making yourself miserable if you're not losing weight. It's time to maybe stop and do something else for a while. So I say, what diet can I be on and, and really adhere to for three to six months? I'm going to lose as much weight as I can, especially I'm going to really target body fat, hopefully. And then I'm going to move into weight loss maintenance and I'm going to eat a little bit differently because in weight loss maintenance, Jim, it's not about negative energy balance. It's about how many calories coming in, balancing with how many calories you're burning, which is so different. And the foods and the physiology behind that is such a different process than being in a negative energy balance that it would make sense that different diet would work best, that you wouldn't have to use the same diet. So that to me is absolutely key, not to think about the weight loss diet being your forever diet. The weight loss diet is three to six months. Now, one of the things that I see a lot, uh, and I know you do too, is people start a weight loss program and then they go on vacation or a holiday comes up or something. And I think it's so important if people decide they're going to lose weight and they're going to adhere, make it a priority and make sure you choose a three or six month period where there are minimal distractions. If you're going on vacation or you're having the relatives in for a gathering, I mean, it's going to be hard to comply in that sort of situation. So prepare a little bit and make sure you're ready and it's a good time for you to start a weight loss program. I do think it's important to, to look out there and really, and if you're about to go on a you know European vacation for three weeks, it's probably not the time to start a weight loss diet. I will also say it's never a perfect time. So there will be some stuff that's going to happen, but it really is, are you ready to, even when you go on vacation, if you are losing weight, to try to stick to the diet, to really make it a priority? So it's a little bit of both. It's about making it sure it's, it's not a terrible time. You're going to be gone for a month. You know, that's not the best time. But at the same time, it's never a perfect time. So you got to balance the two. And again, because it's, if you think of it as a, three months sort of thing with an end in sight, it's maybe easier to say, look, I can do anything for three months. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to lose as much weight as I can. I'm going to take three months making my weight a priority. I love that. That is what I say to people. You have three months. You don't get any days back. Make every single one the best it can be. You're not going to be perfect, but let's jump. Let's get as much weight off as we can by adhering to the diet. The best we can. We know the diet's doing the heavy lifting, meaning it has to be there for you to be successful at getting the weight off, at losing the weight. And so let's make each day count knowing that it is finite. We are going to stop this diet at some point and move to a different diet to keep it off. You know, along for, for a while, uh, it's been a few years ago, but the advice to people dieting was just cut calories a little bit and and try to lose weight gradually. Lose a pound a week or a couple of pounds a week. Don't cut calories too much. What do you think about that advice? Well, I know me and you may not agree on this. That'll be a shocker. And there are people I think who can do that. It doesn't has not worked very well for me. I don't use that strategy. I think it's good if you go, you go in, you get the weight off, you don't kind of do it. You get a big bang for your buck and then you switch. 
But I do know people who will sometimes make some small changes. And so I'm not against it. Can you eat too few calories? Should you worry about eating too few calories? Jim, what do you think about that? I get that question all the time. The reason I'm not losing weight is I'm not eating enough. See, I actually think I don't worry about that anymore. I did for a while. I think weight loss trumps low calories. In other words, you get so much bang for your buck in terms of weight loss. Your metabolism is better. You feel better, et cetera. So I've changed my mind on that. I don't think you can eat too little calories, given that you're doing it for three months. Now, there may be, you don't want to do nothing, but uh, I think it's okay to go on a diet that cuts calories a lot. Yeah, I I agree with that too. But I will say that there are people who will just promise me that if they get low, they stop losing. But the problem with that, so that's anecdotal. They're coming to me and they say, look, when I eat less, you know, when I eat um, 1,200 calories, I lose nothing. When I eat 1,800 calories, I start to lose. But when we've studied these people, when we've brought them in, we can't find them. We can't find that to be true. So it could work. I mean, the argument could be if you eat too few calories, your body's metabolic rate goes down so low that you aren't in negative energy balance anymore. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but given that so many people say it, I would put it out there. Maybe it's still an open question. Maybe there's something going on there we don't. Right. I want to be open to it because there are people who promise me this. I also think a couple things. I think it could be, I would say, let's not get into starvation mode. So let's not go down to really, really low. But maybe there are certain individuals whose metabolism really adjusts down, meaning you're not eating enough calories and it shuts down. Or the other thing that I think sometimes may happen is you do eat this low calorie and then you get really, really hungry And then you have a binge where you can eat so many calories in such a small period of time and you don't even realize it. You can eat 5,000 calories in, you know, one day and that kind of negates everything, you know, where all the reduction that you've had. So, or maybe it's a combination of both. For that reason, I tell people, I don't like people to eat less than around 1,000 to 1,200 calories, um, trying to just kind of make sure we're not in that starvation mode for for either of those reasons. So we don't have binging where we're eating a lot. Um, and we, maybe we don't have that reduction in, you know, our efficiency that maybe develops in the metabolic rate. But I think that's, you know, it's an open question. I don't know that studies that show that though. There are a lot of diets that would fit that criteria. So how do you choose? How do you choose a diet given, I don't know, you can go in the bookstore and there are probably what, 50 or so. There are, yeah. there are a lot, some of them more popular than others. So how do you choose? Yeah, that is a good question. And everybody wants, you know, a magic way to do that, you know, a a quiz or, you know, there's the blood type diet. And, And really, we don't know. I think it's trial and error right now. And it's really thinking about what's going to fit what you like the best. You know, if you don't like, you know, if you're a vegetarian, then, you know, that may dictate kind of the what type of diet you would pick. You're not going to want to go on an Atkins type no, diet. No, it's not going to work, you know. So kind of want to look at your likes and dislikes because that's going to help with adherence. But we don't really know how to match people. I don't think. I talk to them, but I don't have a great way to say for sure this is the diet you should be on. I don't know. But, but the good news, Holly, I think is if you look at the studies, most people that go on a diet, whatever the diet is, they do lose weight. Well, most if they adhere to it. 
if they adhere to it, right? But there are people who gain weight on a diet. I've seen that too. So it's, it's, you know, but it is about adherence. No, I know. But if you're going to go on a diet and you're not going to be adherent and you don't lose weight, that shouldn't be a shocker. But if you're ready to really devote yourself and follow a diet, I guess my point is, I think there are several diets that will achieve your goal of losing weight. Right. And then I think it just comes to the diet that may be the easiest for you, fits your lifestyle the best. If you don't cook, then maybe you don't want a diet that requires you to you know, do a bunch of recipes, et cetera. So a lot of people maybe listening have tried different diets and maybe they've lost weight and regained it. Does that mean that the diet they chose was the wrong diet or does it mean they're thinking differently about the long term? Well, I guess it would depend. I think if you lost weight initially, the diet worked. If you're thinking about it in terms of weight loss, where the the mistake may have been is did you switch over to something else for weight loss maintenance? Now, if you went on a diet and you didn't lose the weight, then that diet didn't seem to work for you. But, but you know, following uh, what we know is that it would be okay if you said, gee, I went on X diet and I did really well, but I gained it back. It doesn't mean you should give up on X diet. It maybe mean you should think about losing the weight on X diet, but then switching over to something else. Yes, the transition period. You may have tried to stay in weight loss too long or you never switched to something else. You didn't understand the difference between being in a negative energy balance and then being in energy balance to keep the weight the same so you don't regain, you know, to, to not regain. And I the know weight. we're going to talk a lot about weight loss maintenance because that's an area you and I, it's where our research is. It's We think that's where the action is in keeping it off. But it is important to realize that you do need to choose a diet that produces weight loss. And diet, you always say diet, diet's driving the bus here on weight loss. Is exercise important? No, well, I think it's important, but you have to have the nutrition or the diet there. I always say it's driving the bus, uh, meaning if you don't have a bus driver, the bus is going anywhere. Now, in the bus, I have physical activity and mind state, and I have a lot of other things that are important. They're all in the bus. We're doing them all together. But if you don't have a driver of the bus, meaning you don't have a nutrition plan, meaning you don't have a weight loss diet and you're not adhering to it, then you're not going to go very far. It's very hard to lose weight with exercise alone, for instance. Not to say it's not important. It might be important with the quality of the weight loss, really targeting fat loss. It's important for your mood and mind state and stress reduction and all that's important. But if I had to say what is the number one driver of weight loss, I would say, yes, it's diet, it's nutrition, it's what you're choosing to eat while you're losing the weight. I think we're going to see physical activities more important once we start talking about keeping weight off. But in the short term, if if our listeners are starting on a weight loss journey, you do need to choose a diet that helps you get the weight off. Yes, definitely. So let's just switch for one second to weight loss maintenance diet. Since we've hinted, I think we'll do a lot more talking about weight loss maintenance, but we've hinted. So what do you think is the best diet for weight loss maintenance? Now, this isn't necessarily weight loss. This is after weight loss. This is weight loss maintenance. What are your thoughts on that? Best diet for weight loss maintenance? Well, I have a lot of thoughts on that. And and I think too many to cover in one episode. The short answer is we don't know exactly the best diet. But as you always say, the challenge in weight loss maintenance is exactly matching your intake to your expenditure. And so you should be able to eat a little more than you eat when you're in a calorie reduced diet. 
So I think we're going to talk about some things we've learned from the National Weight Control Registry. These are people that have lost weight and kept it off. They have a lot of similarities in terms of dietary strategies, some of the things they they avoid, uh, but we really don't know what the best diet is. I think that's where the action is, is learning exactly how to help people switch from any number of weight loss diets to weight loss maintenance diet. There may not be as many options for weight loss maintenance as for weight loss. Totally, totally agree on that. And I think also thinking about, you know, weight loss is a finite period of time. You can do something safely for three months. And then when you get into weight loss maintenance, you need to be thinking about more of a forever or years. What will work for years versus what you'll be able to adhere to or what will work for months. And I think that comes into play when you're looking at the difference between a diet for weight loss and a diet for weight loss maintenance. And Holly, that's important. And I think we're going to spend a lot of time on the maintenance. But the fact of the matter is lots and lots of people lose weight. Not so many people keep it off. So whatever we're doing with dieting, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's not enough. And this is where this switch from a short-term period of calorie restriction to a long-term period of maintenance is going to be critical. And most diet plans don't give you that transition. Yeah, no, I think we'll be talking about this a lot more, but to me, that is the key. You know, everybody wants to talk about the diet, but really it is that transition and it's about understanding that transition, the diet for weight loss and the diet for weight loss maintenance. So if you're starting a a weight loss program, go ahead and start the diet. You've got three months during that period. We're going to give you a lot of information about what you do when the three months is up, but um, choose a diet. Holly, um, have you been on a diet? Oh, I've been on every diet known to man. I've decided I've this is, you know, this is why I went into the field is because I was constantly on a diet my whole life trying to figure out why I was different, why my struggled with my weight. But, and, and the Atkins diet was something I did when I was in college and medical school, which really got me into the field, but I've been on every single diet known to man. So yes, um, now, you know, that really all that experience led me when I want to lose weight, when I'm specifically going into a weight loss phase, I use the Colorado diet. You know, we wrote the book State of Slim and the Colorado diet's the diet in that book. Um, and I really designed that diet for me, what would work. And luckily it works for a lot of other people, but it's not the only diet. Um, but that's the diet I used. It was kind of designed specifically to help me with hunger control. I'm a volume eater, meaning I get very hungry. I need a large volume of food. Don't give me just a little bitty piece of something that tastes really good. I need big volume before I will feel satisfied and full. Um, I also really wanted a diet that would target fat loss, not muscle loss. So I use the Colorado diet, but I'm the first to say that that's not the only diet out there. It's just the one that I use. What about you, Jim? What do you do when you want to lose some weight? Well, I went on the Colorado diet. I figured we wrote the book, so I darn well better try it. I didn't really need to lose a lot of weight, but it worked very well for me. I lost the amount of weight I wanted. It was far easier than I thought. You know, a lot of people going to weight loss saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to hold my breath. It's deprivation. It's going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. It actually wasn't that bad. 
And it was effective for me. And I did it for a shorter period of time. And uh, I was satisfied with the weight loss. And again, I agree, we're we're not on here to plug the Colorado diet necessarily, because it's a good diet, but there are lots of other good diets to it. It it certainly doesn't work for everybody. But there are some good ones out there to try. So that's my experience. And I was pretty happy with it. So I'm going to call you on this, though. Here's the difference between between us. You lose weight pretty easily. I know you've said in the past, well, I can just cut out desserts and kind of, you know, watch my portions on this and you will lose some weight. And there's some people out there like that. And if that works, all you know, great. For me, no, I have to really get strict on a diet. My body will just adjust and I won't lose anything. So I think that's showing that individual difference, you know, um, between some people who need to really be strict on a diet and some people who maybe can do some small changes. We brought up small changes earlier and small changes may work. Yeah. For no, for weight loss though, I I'm a big fan of small changes, but I, I think not for weight loss. I think small changes can help in maintenance and prevention. But I think if you're talking about making a major change in your weight, you're talking about making a major change in your behavior. Yeah. And the behavior being in your diet to get those calories down and get the fat burners going. Then again, one of the things I do is I try to exercise every day. I find that if I'm exercising, it's easier for me to manage with the diet. And we'll talk about that during when we talk more about weight loss maintenance. Yeah. So you've noticed that that exercise helps with the diet adherence. for you. When I don't exercise, I seem to be more susceptible to diet problems. <laughs> Very interesting. We need to unpack that a little bit more. But I will say when I'm in weight loss maintenance, I eat a little bit differently. I don't adhere 100% to the Colorado diet. You know, my dad died when he was 46 of of a heart attack. And so I have to look really carefully at my cardiovascular risk factors. I have high blood pressure. So I'm eating when I'm in weight loss maintenance, the diet I eat the majority of the time because I'm not in weight loss the majority of the time, I have to think about that specifically, what diet is going to help me from a, from a health standpoint, from a cardiovascular standpoint, and make it, you know, make me not as susceptible to having, you know, premature cardiac um, events and, and, and being healthier from a heart standpoint. Well, for me in weight loss maintenance, the first thing I did um, that was very smart is I married a registered dietitian. Oh, she'll we- love that. We generally eat pretty healthy, but one of the things that I find I find it works is stuff related to intermittent fasting. I can fast a day. I could do time-restricted feeding. It's easy for me to do it. My wife can't do it to save her life. She hates that. But for me, I can do it. So the point being, there are a lot of different strategies, and we're going to talk about some of those. We'll talk about uh, intermittent fasting and timed restricted feeding, and we'll bring in some experts. So we're going to give you a lot of options. It's not a one-size-fits-all for maintenance. Yeah. I think we can bring an expert in. I really want to talk about intermittent fasting, timed eating. It's so hot right now. Maybe we'll have your your wife, Trish. She can come on. She can talk. You can talk about how it works for you. She can talk about how it doesn't work for her. I mean, that's... I, I'm not sure I want her on. She might... Uh... <laughs> I think that's contradict some of the things I'm saying, but we'll we'll talk about experts. So, Holly, we always end the episode not with pie in the sky, but pie on the plate. What's her pie on the plate today? Pie on the plate. What can you take away right now? I would say pick a diet. If you want to lose weight, pick a diet that you can adhere to and stay on it for three to six months max. 
be ready to move to a weight loss maintenance diet, which may be different than that weight loss diet. And we'll be talking more and more about this, but I have to say it. Keep your activity high when you're switching. We do think that's part important when you're switching from one diet to another. Keep your activity high, but adhere to it. Give it everything you got for three to six months and then go on to a different diet to maintain. And Holly, one thing to point out, if you don't lose all the weight you want in that first three months, you can maintain it for a while and then repeat and lose some more, right? Yeah. Very important. But you need that period of weight loss maintenance for your body to adjust before you go through the cycle again. Yes. I mean, if you have 100 pounds to lose, I know what everybody wants. They want to lose all the 100 pounds and then maintain. That just doesn't work very well for most people. So you do it in chunks. I say do it in three to six month chunks. Get as much weight off as you can in three to six months. Maintain that new reduced body state, body weight. And then after several months, you go into another weight loss phase where you lose as much as you can. So chunk it, chunk that weight loss. I think it's more effective. And then you're going back and forth between a weight loss diet and a weight loss maintenance diet. So another piece of pie on the plate is you didn't gain this weight in three months and you're not going to lose it all. This is a longer term process. If you could reach your weight loss goal in a year or even two years, that's much more feasible. So look at it in small chunks. You aren't going to do it all the time, but you have to make a long-term commitment to this. It doesn't work. People say, I'll go and do anything for a while. Then I want to go back to the way I was. Well, if that happens, the weight's going to go back to the way it was. You have to make permanent changes, and we're going to help you think through how you do those, how you do them gradually over time, and how you maintain them. I like it. So that's it for today's episode. Uh, the best diet, we don't know. There may not be a best <laughs> diet, but uh, there are a lot of them available. Uh, there are many of them are effective. So choose one and get going. Thanks, everybody. Right. And we Bye, will guys. see you on the next episode. See you soon. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Weight Loss And. We hope you enjoy diving into the world of weight loss with us. If you want to stay connected and continue exploring the ands of weight loss, be sure to follow our podcast on your favorite platform. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, questions, or topic suggestions by reaching out at weightlossand.com. Your feedback helps us tailor future episodes to your needs. And remember, the journey doesn't end here. Keep applying the knowledge and strategies you've learned and embrace the power of the and in your own weight loss journey.